the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Well, another week has come and gone. We're happy that you're with us here today for the Friday edition. Sunny out there, a little chilly, but all things considered, it's a Friday. It's a lovely Friday. Hey, Kath, how you doing? Uh, I feel good about it, John. That really yeah. wasn't the question. It really wasn't the question. <laughs> well, no, I'm checking in. I, I just, this is like this is like choose my own question that I want to answer. It's pretty <laughs> right, right. I don't know. I, I if I were you, I'd feel doomed for the next two hours. No, it's my in, the intonation went up. My din. So it kind of like <laughs> fill in the blank. Whatever okay. you want to say. All right, great. That's, yeah, that's, you know, I feel good about it. Sure, I'm excited. The- yeah, mm-hmm. Taking the cue, making it your own. Yeah. Uh, sure. How are things in the uh, Emmons household? Well, you know, they're fine. Oh, you don't I have to answer husband. it. Yeah. No, I want to tell you because, okay. you know, I want to be honest about who I am. Okay. Uh, things are fine here. Uh, I heard my husband down there grinding his coffee beans. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We do that. I, I know for people who are super into coffee, it's really the only way to be. Yeah. Well, you know why? You know, uh, somebody gave us some coffee recently, like a, a big, and we had to grind the beans. So, you know, you don't okay. normally grind your beans. Uh, it depends upon what's on sale. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. Mm, yeah. But yeah. We, we live in a, we live in a grinding the beans only household. Okay. And you, yourself I don't, don't, I don't drink coffee, so I don't, I don't know what any of this means, but yeah, I certainly, I, su- I certainly support whatever you all want to do. Of course you do. Thank you so much. So a beautiful Friday afternoon here on this 5th of March. As we always do, let's get underway to talk about the news stories of the day. Won't you please give us the top four at four? Mm-hmm. Indeed. For all of you, Mike, John, mm. and not Mike Duffy because he's on vacation, but classic. Oh, no, classic. Mike. The classic's back. We'll talk more about that later. Oh, sure. For Friday, March 5th, 2021. Number one. Pope Francis called for equal rights for Christians and other minorities in Iraq at the start of a densely scheduled visit fraught with public health and security risks. The Wall Street Journal reports that support for Iraq's beleaguered and dwindling Christian community, which the Pope has called a martyr church, is a major theme of this weekend's extraordinary trip. In his first trip outside Italy in more than a year, the Pope is also seeking to support Iraq's beleaguered Christian minority and pursue his signature cause of better relations with the Muslim world, despite the country's spike in COVID-19 infections and continued violence. The Pope is one of the world's first leaders to resume resume high-profile international visits since the start of the pandemic. Quote, I am coming as a pilgrim, he said, as a penitent pilgrim, to implore from the Lord forgiveness and reconciliation after years of war and terrorism, to beg from God the consolation of hearts and the healing of wounds. Pope Francis spoke those words in a video message broadcast on Iraqi television Wednesday evening. Very nice. Gotta love that. Yep. Number two, Texas Governor Greg Abbott made headlines this week by lifting his state's mask mandate and declaring Texas 100% open against the advice of federal health agencies. 
According to today's trip, Pennsylvania should not expect any such declarations what? anytime soon. Yeah. Quote, at this time, mask wearing is abundantly important, said Acting State Secretary of Health Allison Beam. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure to emphasize this. While we know we're making progress and we continue to invest in the rollout of vaccine, we have to keep Pennsylvania safe, blah, 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 blah. The bottom line is keep wearing your mask. Alrighty, blah, blah, blah. Number three. California's large retailers would have to do away with boy and girl signage for toys and childcare aisles under a bill being considered by state lawmakers. The Sacramento Bee is reporting that Assembly Bill 1084 would require retailers with 500 or more employees to maintain undivided areas of its sales floor, where the majority of those items being offered are displayed regardless of whether an item has traditionally been marked for girls or boys. The bill would also prohibit the use of signage to indicate whether a particular child care item or toy is for a boy or for a girl. Online read. I mean, can't get a fine. What are we talking about? I can't. I, I, you know, I'm skipping the rest of the story because it's just too ridiculous. Just follow it under blah, blah, blah. All right. And speaking of blah, blah, blah. Number four. Will you watch it? Sunday evening, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, known to the masses as Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, will chat with Oprah for their first televised sit-down since stepping away from their duties as British royals in January 2020. USA Today says that the primetime interview produced by CBS also marks the couple's first joint TV interview since their engagement and follows just weeks after the announcement that they're expecting baby number two. During the interview, the Sussexes are expected to discuss their marriage, the media scrutiny they faced, their estrangement from the royal family, and their subsequent move to the United States. Right. That's your top four and four. Very good. I would rather stick my head in a bucket of ice water. I will not be chiming in. You will won't you? be watching it. You will not no, be watching no, it. No, not uh, not in the least. I have no. no. I mean, uh, it's enough to sort of you know channel surf and see the promos and go. Oh, okay. I don't need listen. to listen. Get- okay, so let's be honest with the listening audience. Have we not indulged ourselves in a lot of promos? Of course. <laughs> You have to sort of stay up to date. But listen, right. the last thing you want to tune into is no. people of incredible wealth and privilege, all three of them, right? Yes. Complaining about, how diff- complaining about how difficult their lives are. And how, I mean, look, I, I get it. Look, what happened to Princess Diana? It's well, terrible. Was, I'm sure they've had a difficult life. I'm not, not saying they've had easy no, lives. No, no. And I'm sure yeah, everyone carries their own burden within the royal family. But right, seriously. But do we really, I mean, is there anybody seriously? who's around them that says, I don't really know if the no. country wants to hear from like no. three obscenely rich individuals. Right. I woke up in the middle of the night last night thinking, and this is, I do this every night. Is the furnace working? Is my furnace on? <laughs> my, uh, so I don't think I have to really worry about the Royals when I'm waking up at 3 a.m. worried about the health of my furnace. Okay. Uh, really? So you're uh, not concerned about the, the, uh, the inner workings of the no. duchesses and the Duke's former no. lifestyle. Their world is not my world. And but you I'm don't, not you don't need to know about the firm. <laughs> no, I don't. I really don't. It's just not my world. Look, all I could think of when I heard her talking about the firm, I was like, listen, every single one of us, has a firm okay so yeah. don't act like you're the first two people who've ever been managed by somebody else exactly. i mean get out of here yeah, you gotta go to somebody right get i mean holy out smokes. Of here. they're driving around in la in their range rover with security details living right. in, in a palatial estate and they're all sad and you know wah 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 whatever i mean listen i'm sure the, the numbers will be us. huge listen to how bitter we are <laughs> This is one of those moments when I do want to say to Americans, we are Americans, remember? Like we left that country because we thought they were crazy. 
Forgive me. I'm sorry. I, I do not judge. Peace be with you, Megan. No, and, Harry. and I like, yes, our, our best to both of them and to all of our dear friends. Who live <laughs> yeah, in right. UK. After we just spent the last five minutes crushing <laughs> on them. It's, Look, it's a Friday. I'm tired. Okay. That's really horrible. Okay. What time it is it, Kath? Anyway. Uh, it's time for me to tell you, John, tell me and what? Classic Mike, your weekend has begun. Oh, fabulous. It's 11 minutes mm-hmm. past the five o'clock hour on a sunny Friday afternoon. And I got to say this, look at where we are weather-wise. And next week, we're going to vault into an extended period of 50 and 60 degree days. Bring it on. Yeah. So Bring all is right on. and well, mm-hmm. at least in this corner of the say. world, is it not? Okay. Should we take a break? Yes. Let's. All right. Let us try to rid ourselves of rancor. Of all the negativity. And discontent. Richard Mao is with us, and it's interesting that an aged man will join us next to speak about Women's History Month. I don't know. Uh, This was his choice. 101.5 WORD. Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music is here on the weekend. With the best new music. New music from Chris Tomlin with Thomas Rhett. God Who Listens. Walker and gospel song. Ain't nothing like a gospel song. And Child of Love from We the Kingdom. The best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. 101.5 WORD. On the weekend. Pittsburgh Theological Seminary prepares students for ministry in the way of Jesus with Master of Divinity, Master of Arts, and Doctor of Ministry degree programs and certificates. Perfect for students with full-time employment pursuing a seminary education. Learn more at pts.edu. Hi, my name is Tanya Ettinger, the Pittsburgh wedding planner and your luxury event concierge. Oh my, do you have to plan your wedding yet again? You don't know how many guests you're allowed to have at your wedding? Do you have to wear a mask or not? Your venue's not calling you back? It doesn't have to be that way. I am pandemic on-site protocol certified and I'm the solution to your wedding problems. At Weddings of Pittsburgh, my team and I will make your dreams come true. We attend to your every need so you don't have to lift a finger or worry about anything. Relax, leave the stress behind, and enjoy the adventurous experience that my magic will provide you. Go to WeddingsofPittsburgh.com, fill out the contact form, and enjoy the wedding you've always dreamed of. Tanya Ettinger with Weddings of Pittsburgh. Let's make magic. What can give you a competitive edge in today's red-hot housing market? Rocket can. That's because Rocket Mortgage can give you a verified approval. It could help your offer stand out. Because when you find the perfect home, you don't want to lose it to anybody else. Rocket technology provides a rock-solid verification of your income, assets, and credit, giving sellers and their agents greater confidence in you. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this, what can help you buy the home you really want? Rocket can. Go to rocketmortgage.com or call us today at 8338-ROCKET. That's rocketmortgage.com or call 8338-ROCKET. A verified approval is based on an underwriter's analysis of your individual financial information, appraisal, and title report. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states and MLSConsumerAccess.org, number 3030. Listen on your smart speaker, the Word FM app at wordfm.com, iHeart, TuneIn, and on radio.com. In the car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. 
This is uh, Women's History Month. Of course, we're just uh, beginning to observe it. So uh, it's always interesting to me. You know, you kind of, you get to hear all these stories that, you know, I didn't know that. I I love it. It's just kind of, you know, some people call it activism or, you know, whatever. But it's just, it's just good history to, I grew up in Swissville, which is a town founded by a woman, Jane Gray Swissville. I never knew that. What? You never knew that? I never knew that. Look her up. I mean, she's an incredibly impressive woman, you know, back in the 1840s, really. I mean, was an abolitionist, had several newspapers. Check her out. Jane Gray Swisshelm. Swisshelm. Okay. Anyway, uh, Richard Mao is with us to talk about Women's History Month. Richard Mao is a professor of faith and public life at Fuller Theological Seminary, Pasadena, California, where he served as president for 20 years. He is the author of several excellent books. His latest is called Restless Faith, Holding Evangelical Beliefs in a World of Contested Labels. Richard, friend, welcome back. How are you? Hey, good to be back with you, too. Yes, yeah, Richard, always, always good. good to hear your voice, Richard. Now, let me ask you, is Women's History Month a thing that you, like, celebrate on an annual basis? Well, I, yeah, I try to keep track of it. Uh, yes. God, God love your Yeah, I, early on, you know, I, I, let me tell you a quick story. When I was uh, teaching at Calvin College in the 1970s, uh, we were each assigned, uh, students would come in and, and talk about what, the, at the end of their sophomore year, what they were going to major in. Okay. So this young woman comes in, and I said, uh, have you chosen your major? She said, no, I don't know what to, what to major in, because I don't want to be a nurse, I don't want to be a teacher, and I'm not dating anyone. Now, when you wow. think about what that world was for her, you, wow. a woman was either a nurse or a, or a teacher, <laughs> a school teacher, or a wife and mother, you know? And I said to her, uh, well, what, what subjects have you liked the best? She said, oh, I really love political science. So I said, well, why don't you major in that? She said, me? Yeah. What would I do with it? And I said, well, you could be a lawyer. You could be a professor. Really? Yeah. And a couple of years, two years later, she came to me, and she'd just been accepted into law school and thanked me. But... You know, when I began my career, uh, it was a very different world for women, uh, professionally and uh, in family life and dating relationships and all the rest. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I've, I've got my own little women's history that I, that I, I, I wrestle with. Yeah. Well, you know, so often I've thought about how uh, unusual my life was because I remember being a little kid. I mean, I, mean, I, I probably maybe even heard this when I was a baby, um, but as far back as I can remember, my dad always telling me, you can do anything you put your mind to. Wow. Good for you. And that was whether he was trying to teach me how to change a tire, which believe me, Richard, we could go into a very long story about that. Or, <laughs> Or it was the fact that I hated geometry in school, you know, whatever it was, I just never had any, you know, uh, that part of my reality is just that I, you know, what was going to determine what I was going to do is how much I was going to try. It wasn't anything else. And that's, you know, I feel very, very fortunate to have that, have had that as my reality. Yeah, you are fortunate and, and you've done well with it, Kathy. Uh, You know, it's, it's important for men to be, uh, have, have gone through all of these changes as well. When my my great my father, my paternal paternal grandfather died when I was twelve, I stood in front of the coffin, 
and I started to cry. And I had an uncle who was a huge guy, a, a, a bricklayer, Uncle Ace. And he came up and put his heavy hand on my shoulder and he said, chin up, soldier, men don't cry. Wow. And, and I think, you know, it was years later when I was reading the Gospel of John that I realized that Jesus wept. You know, the man <laughs> cried. And I had to learn how to cry uh, in a very open way. And, you know, marriage therapy, therapy and other, other things as well. But that was very, uh, it was very bad for, for boys in those days, given the images of masculinity that we were being presented with. And we're not talking about radical stuff here. We're just talking about the kind of people that God wants us to be. And, and you know, Richard, to look at Women's History Month, you know, uh, you know I'm sure a lot of listeners roll their eyes at that. But the fact of the matter is, you know, when you think of, you know, secular society or even within the church, I mean, the church is slow to respond to this, to have women in leadership, to have women in the pulpit, right? Yeah. A, a lot of people still resist that, which is, it's kind of a heart, it's not kind of, it is a heartbreak and it's odd. Yeah. And you know what, one of, I mean, in our evangelical world, one of the great forces for women uh, during those early years of the 20th century were the Bible Institutes, where women could go and study a lot of the same things men, men were studying, and they would go off as missionaries, you know. <laughs> and they weren't allowed to be ordained, uh, but th- there, was, uh, th- there was that option for a lot of women. And uh, a lot of times we, we trash that whole fundamentalist background, but uh, there were good things that happened there for women and men. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Richard Mao is with us. Um, Richard has done, I don't know, he's done so many things. He's an author. He's a speaker. Um, he's been a, a part of evangelical uh, thought for decades. He's the uh, professor of faith and public life at Fuller Theological Seminary in Pasadena, California, and he's a monthly guest on our show and has become a super good friend of ours. Um, so, Richard, you know, there was this this story that came out a couple of days ago, and I know that a lot of this is just, you know, self or social media, you know, inflammation. But there's this story about this pastor of a church in a portion of America, and he preaches this sermon about how, you know, uh, women need to take better care of them. Women who are married need to take better care of themselves. And he talked about this friend of his who has a, a divorce weight for his wife. So if his wife ever if his wife ever reaches a certain, you know, weight, he has, you know, free license like a prenup like to divorce her and how you know married women let themselves go i mean that those are the most minor things that the guy said from the pulpit i won't even go into a lot of the details he said um on what married women should be like but it was just so profoundly ridiculous it was so non-scripture centered but all i kept thinking was there are so many women who live with that reality, you know, yeah. oftentimes in their home, but in their church culture or in their, in their, you know, larger neighborhood culture. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, that. And that's so important to say, Kathy, thanks for, thanks for recounting that because, you know, uh, men, men need to take good care of themselves. And, and yet marriage is not a commitment to a set of requirements about, uh, you know, when we when we commit to for better or worse, for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health, uh, none of that is built in. But but 
somehow we build into our relationships that kind of body shaming, that kind of setting up false expectations about true femininity and the like. And yet uh, uh, many of the things that that, that pastor was, was talking about if you really take them seriously, they have to apply to apply to men as well. You know? Right. Yeah. And, and truly, and you know, and I brought. I'm sorry, John, to interrupt. I, no. But you know, I feel even as I asked the question, I realized that you know my main concern was for how many women live in circumstances like this. But you know, our greater concern should be for how that misrepresents God. That somehow yeah. God has created women to have no other purpose other than to fulfill the needs of a man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's right. And, and, you know, for our own personal evangelical Christian Women's History Month, we need to lift up names of people like Corrie Ten Boom oh, and Elizabeth Elliot and all those women from Booty Bible Institute who went off to, you know, what are for us the far reaches of the earth and, and faithfully, you know, proclaimed the gospel to people. Uh, and went beyond the kind of roles that <laughs> that pastor was talking about. And uh, I, I think we, we probably need a Christian Women's History Month to be thinking about those things, you know, the wonderful women of the past. And we've often lost that history because we've often thought of the history of Christianity as the history of men at councils and men as popes and bishops and all the rest. And we think of all those wonderful women in the 12th century and convents and places like that who were writing wonderful things about their relationship with Jesus. Yeah. I mean, I mean, heck, Richard, you, you go to just about any church in America. I mean, you know, certainly the, the pastor has a very important role as the leader, but always, I believe, it's the women who really make that, you know, clock tick. Yeah. They're the ones who are in the trenches day in and day out, whether it's administration or in teaching or mm-hmm. classes or whatnot. I mean, seriously, you think about that. And, you know, yeah. I appreciate, you know, your willingness to come on and talk about this because, you know, um, I'm not quite sure how old you are, but, you know, you're at least 70 years old. And, you know, you're part of the generation like I am where you saw America change in their attitudes. You know, um, a local story here just this past week, there's a woman who's 100 years old and uh, she attended Carnegie Mellon, which was then Carnegie Tech. And she was recruited to be a, a decoder during World War II, one of the first persons, uh, man or woman, to work on a computer. Anyway, long story short, she was celebrated this past week, and uh, as part of her story, when she was being interviewed by the local paper, she said, you know, at the end of World War II, I was shocked to find myself alone in the kitchen because I had just gone through this really great, you know, discovery and upheaval and this intellectual exercise, and all of a sudden, there I was back in the kitchen and thinking, okay, this is my new place. You you just think about how many women, you know, had to step aside. She she was saving the world, right? Yeah, she was saving the world, right? And now, finally, decades later, at 100 years of age, she gets her due. They had, you know, a COVID parade for her. They drove by her house, and, you know, the local uh, politicians in Hoi Polloi had a little celebration for her. But how many millions and millions and millions of women, even to this day, are subverted and not given their, you know, full muscle and strength, you know, intellectual or otherwise to, to flourish because you and me and, you know, other guys are just ignorant to the, to the plight and to the, to the nod of referral of equality. I mean, it just makes perfect sense, right? 
Right. <laughs> and, and, you know, if when we read the New Testament, I mean, the key theme is that we are to use our gifts, that we are not to avoid the kind of service that God equips us for. And uh, when we think of the gifts that were that were denied, gifts that were repressed in all of that, uh, that is not God honoring stuff at all, you know. And we can argue about ordination and all the rest, but uh, the, the wonderful roles that women can play, and we're seeing it today, you know, the first black woman referee <laughs> in, in professional yeah, football, you know, yeah. uh, vice president of the United States. Uh, and these aren't just sort of things that have been given to them because they're women, but uh, there's tremendous talent there. And we miss out on a lot if we don't uh, take advantage of being served by that talent. Yeah, for sure. And Richard, think of the kind of, I mean, not just as far as someone who's a, who is a helper and a partner to you um, and helps to lead your family, but think of how different personally, interpersonally you would be if you had never met your wife yeah. or, or how different your wife would be interpersonally if she'd never met you. Yes, that's right. And, and, you know, it goes back to that story about my uncle saying, chin up, soldier, men don't cry. I mean, I have learned so much about being in a relationship with Phyllis for all these years. And I've learned to cry. I've, I've learned to, to, I've learned about myself so much. And I don't mean that in a self-centered way. Uh, I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm so much better a person because I have my best friend and my teacher, really, is a woman. Richard Mao. Hey, Richard, before you uh, leave us, uh, talk to us about uh, life in California and uh, your COVID experience. Have you yourself received the uh, vaccine? Yeah, we both, Phyllis and I have had both uh, Moderna vaccine and you know, she, she's done well with it. I had a, a sick day, you know, of, of reactions to it, but that's a good sign, too. And uh, in about two weeks, we're, we're going to go shopping. Oh, <laughs> that's so awesome. Oh, we don't know where we're at, but we're just going to go into a store and walk around. <laughs> I mean, it's been, uh, it's been a long haul. And, yeah. you know, we're still not sure. We're not hearing much from the CDC about, uh, you know, what, okay, you've had both shots and, you and you've gone through the, you know, a week or two afterward. What are you, what are you, what are you able to do? What are you allowed to do? But right. it's, it's feeling good. Uh, and yet we've learned so much in the process as well. So we're grateful to God. Yeah, well, we're grateful to God for you, Richard. Thanks for being here today. And, yeah, hey, thanks so much, you guys. Talk to you again. Thanks. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, love you both. Thanks. Love, love you too, Richard. Love you yeah. too, Richard. Richard Mao, uh, Fuller Theological Seminary. You know, just tossing things around, talking about Women's History Month. Take a break. Come back. This or that. It's our weekly delve into the ridiculous. That's next. 
We want everybody to have a level of comfort knowing that they're in a safe environment, that they're in a caring environment, and that their health and well-being is our top priority. At Stock Family Dentistry, exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. We are constantly screening both ourselves and patients. I want my patients to know that we are there for them. When they are ready, we are here. You're going to be safe. You're going to be well cared for. On Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. It's getting harder and harder to make sense out of today's headlines. To stay on top of breaking world and national news with a Christian worldview and a faith-based perspective on what it means, turn to ChristianHeadlines.com. Log on to ChristianHeadlines.com for the very latest news and then sign up for our free daily newsletter to stay one step ahead of what's happening. Get out of the mainstream media rut with top news and positive headlines every day with ChristianHeadlines.com. Welcome back to Customize and Save with Liberty Mutual Insurance Company, the game show where you only pay for what you need. And we're out of time. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Pittsburgh Theological Seminary prepares students for ministry in the way of Jesus with Master of Divinity, Master of Arts, and Doctor of Ministry degree programs and certificates. Perfect for students with full-time employment pursuing a seminary education. Learn more at pts.edu. The following is a true story. I had a lady that was in her mid-70s, and I'd sold her timeshare, and that was the lowest I'd ever felt in my life. I knew then that I had to do something to simply not to go to hell for selling timeshare. Chuck McDowell founded Wesley Financial Group to help folks cancel their timeshares permanently. Called her and everybody that I'd sold timeshare to, and I said, this is what I said to you that was a lie, and this is what you need to do to cancel your timeshare. From that point, people started referring friends to me to help them cancel their timeshare, and that's how it all started. I fought the world's largest timeshare company in federal court. If I had lost that lawsuit, there would be no one helping people that have been lied to when they bought timeshare. If we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare or we'll give your money back. That's what makes us different. Call Wesley Financial Group now for a free information kit. 800-707-8989. That's 800-707-8989. 800-707-8989. Are you thinking about buying medicine online? A search for online pharmacies yields more than 20 million results. But which ones can you trust? Medicines bought from unlicensed online pharmacies can be dangerous. You may get a fake drug, your condition may get worse, or you may experience a bad reaction. Don't put your health at risk. To learn how to find an online pharmacy that's safe and legal, visit fda.gov slash besaferx. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus iHeart, TuneIn, and on Radio.com. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Partly cloudy skies tonight, the low will be 23. A brisk mix of sun and clouds tomorrow, Saturday's high, 35. Clear tomorrow night, low 18, and mostly sunny Sunday, that day's high, 37. Clear to partly cloudy Sunday night, and Monday, a mix of sun and clouds with a high of 50. Tuesday, clouds and sun, high 59. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Sally Sherman. It's time now for This or That. It's our weekly delve into the ridiculous. Ten things we go through, and just as it is, it's either this thing or that thing. We make a choice. We're not quite sure what it means. It's just kind of a little peek into who we are as people. Kath, uh, you first this week or moi? 
You choose. All right, let me go first. I'll enjoy okay. going first. I'm ready. Right? These are in some ways states of being. Right? Oh, mm-hmm. all right. Fear, anger. Anger. Delight, joy. Delight. Envy, jealousy. Envy sounds nicer. I don't know if they mean the same thing or not, but I'll pick that. Incompetence. Oh, overconfidence. Oh, gosh. Probably incompetence. Contempt. Disgust. Contempt. Longing. Despair. Oh, uh, I'll definitely choose longing over despair. Thank you <laughs> for that option. Satisfaction. Contentment. Uh, contentment. Demanding. Insolence. Oh, I'll go for... I hate them both a lot. That's very hard. Uh, demanding, I guess. That's oh, hard. Retribution. Fear. Well, how are you supposed to pick that? Wait, really? This or that? Little, okay. This uh, or okay. that? Okay. All right. Uh, ret- retribution. Okay. She's pro retribution. <laughs> See, that's what I mean. Worship. Praise. Worship. Wonder. Awe. Wonder. Very nice. That's my this That's or that. That's good. Boy, it was like the metaphysical edition. It was. A little of this peak. or that. Right, okay, now this good. is the opposite. Whatever right. we just did now, yeah. we're about to do the exact <laughs> difference. Okay, this is the uh, in like a lion, out like a lamb edition. Oh, of, very nice. I like this. Good. Of okay. this or that. Uh, number one. John, swirling wind or biting cold rain? Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> oh, I'll take the swirling wind Will any you? day. Oh, I have okay. a biting cold rain. Yeah, swirling right. wind. Would you like, uh, number two, a leaky porch roof mm. or 20-degree opening day Major League Baseball snowfall? Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, I've had the leaky porch roof. I'm going opening day. I don't care. I just put a hat and, glo- hat and scarf on. I'm good to go. Okay. Number three, walking Gus, your dog, in the cold rain yeah. or salting your driveway for the 310th time this season. <laughs> I'm always happy to walk the dog. Yeah, very good. Number four, a crocus or a daffodil? Hmm. I saw both today on my walk, as a matter That's of why fact. I asked. Yes. Uh, I would say a crocus. Number five, 60 straight overcast days in mm-hmm. Pittsburgh or three determined, desperate hours of sunlight? <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I can see the desperate hours of sunlight uh-huh. i would the take determined those. desperate yes please give me a peek of the blue somewhere okay. in there number six a brand new completely replaced shoulder john mm. or yes. the covid19 vaccine oh boy that's a rough one i mean because exactly. i really am enjoying my brand new shoulder i really this or am. that yeah uh I, I, i'm doing the shoulder i don't the blame COVID you thing. i don't no. blame i know i know I'm if, taking if, my I, chances with the covid Okay. It's a tough choice. I really yeah. understand it. Okay, number seven, filet of fish on mm. the McDonald's menu. Okay. Or your neighbor Mike's groundhog out of hibernation. 
<laughs> I miss that little bugger. I know. From here I sit in the spare room. I'm looking at the shed from where that groundhog is under. I know he's going to come out sooner or later. So I'm celebrating that groundhog soon. Yeah. I love the filet of fish, but give me the groundhog. Number eight. Right. Trying to figure out whether or not to keep all those winter sweaters you never wore this year or yeah. shopping for your new Easter clothes. Oh, please. The shopping for Easter clothes. That is a mark of confidence, right? Optimism. Give me those Easter clothes. Number nine, driving with the window down in your car yeah. or just driving anywhere because you pretty much haven't left the house for a year. <laughs> Well, there's something that's freeing about the wind, you know, through your limited hair, through my limited hair. Give me that window down. <laughs> your limited hair. And number yeah. 10, finally, yeah. uh, always having to remember your umbrella in spring mm. or being stranded for hours in your car because of black ice on the parkway and having to resort to eating chips you found under <laughs> the car seat. <laughs> Listen. That uh, black ice chips in the back seat was a, a, a treasured memory in our family. So I would like to revert back to that. It was a very good time. Our kids were super little. We spent hours outside the uh, Squirrel Hill Tunnels. This or that. Very nice, Kath. Thank you so much. Take a break. Come back. We're going to talk about COVID from an epidemiologist. Dr. Richard Zimmerman joins us next. Hold your anger and fear, please. Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music is here on the weekend with the best new music. New music. New music from Chris Tomlin with Thomas Rhett, God Who Listens. I know I'm praying to a God who listens. Rhett Walker and Gospel Song. Ain't nothing like a gospel song. And Child of Love from We the Kingdom. The best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. 101.5 WORD. On the weekend. Well, by now, you all heard me talk about my pillow and how it's really a great, very comfortable pillow. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape, and they're made in the USA. Now, for a limited time, my pillow is offering the premium my pillows for the lowest price ever. You can get a queen-size premium MyPillow for $29.98. They are regularly $69.98. It's a $40 savings. Kings are only $5 more. All MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code WORD. You'll also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets, or call 800-391-0954. Use promo code WORD. Or right now, MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com. Hey, it's Laura Story here. On this upcoming summer cruise to Alaska, we will draw closer to God and each other as we share our stories, as we worship together and study God's Word. Encounter the truth-filled messages of Alistair Begg. I hope you will join us on this unforgettable Alaska cruise in 2021 by calling 855-565-5519. 
or visit deeperfaithcruise.com for all the details. Learning has definitely changed these days. What hasn't changed is the unwavering support parents received from their local Christian school. Many were quick to adapt to the new normal with remote classes taught by caring teachers who pray for students and their families every day. With many schools offering half-price tuition for first-time enrollees, like Eden Christian Academy in the North Hills, it's a great time to consider Christian education. Find a school that's right for you at wordfm.com slash tuitions. Liberty. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company customizes your car insurance with Right Track, which rewards you for safe driving. As the world's most careful driver, that's perfect. Now applying two pounds of force for acceleration. You really up, 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 turning in point three miles and begin a deceleration. With Liberty Mutual's Right Track, you could earn up to 30% savings based on how you drive. Sign up at libertymutual.com slash right track. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Discount on participating vehicles, base coverages only. Availability varies. COVID, COVID, COVID. Get your vaccine here. Get your vaccine. Holy smokes. I mean, has science ever been more contentious? Dr. Rick Zimmerman is with us. Dr. Zimmerman is a COVID-19 researcher collaborating with the Centers for Disease Control and uh, he has joined us uh, for many, many times over the course of this past year. Always great insight. Uh, Dr. Zimmerman, welcome back to the show. How are you today? I'm uh, doing well, and it's good to be back. And yes, COVID, and we have more vaccines coming with the Johnson & Johnson or the Janssen, if it, you want to use the uh, sub-brand, uh, coming to market. So lots happening. First yeah. of all, on the... Uh, the scene, the county's got a newer website, and it's great. It's just showing the cases are dropping, deaths are dropping, hospitalizations are dropping, um, in fact, have dropped. Um, when I was in respiratory clinic on Monday, it was much quieter. So we have things oh, to be exactly. thankful for. Isn't that great news, Rick? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so let's talk about the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Um there are a lot of people who look like, especially teachers in the Pittsburgh area, are going to be slated to get it. Um, is there a, you know, there's an 85% um, efficacy with main, with uh, keeping death and hospitalization at bay versus 98 with the Pfizer and Moderna? Is that something people should be concerned about? I mean, can they wait to get a different vaccine? Should they wait? The vaccine that you can get uh, is the vaccine you should take. The Whatever you can get first uh, is that would be my general guidance. The it is hard to compare these because they were not studied head to head. They were studied in different places at different times. The J and J vaccine um, had a decreased uh, effectiveness against mild to moderate disease, but it still had an excellent 90 plus effectiveness against hospitalization death. And so the numbers against hospitalization and death for all three vaccines are very similar. And comparing these vaccines when one is one dose and two and the others are two doses is a little bit like trying to compare a pickup truck and a van. You know, mm -hmm. they're different purpose, different use, and the ability to compare them um, based on the studies we have is really limited. Um, Rick, what about um, 
the different, um, you know, there's a different uh, process that the two, that the, the Pfizer and the Moderna vaccine use and the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. So I did see some reports this week that, that there was some thought that maybe the adenovirus approach, which is the Johnson and Johnson uh, variety might offer more protection against the different variants of COVID-19 that we're seeing. Do you know anything about that? I don't know that we know that uh, vectored vaccines like the Johnson and Johnson will be better or not better. The problem with vectored vaccines is that if you are immune to the vector, then the vaccine may not take. And adenovirus is a common cold. And so the, it's not the Johnson Johnson, but the Oxford vaccine, that's uh, the AstraZeneca vaccine, uses a chimpanzee virus to get around that. Um, and one of the concerns of the Johnson Johnson is that it's not quite as effective in the milder illness because some people um, have immunity because they've already been exposed to a adenovirus that's the vector. So that's the question. I think I would be willing to take the Johnson and Johnson vaccine if I was a teacher. I think the people who really might want to go for the Johnson and Johnson are those who had COVID disease already. And you do need more protection than just infection. But with one dose, that might be the group that really would want to run out and get that. All right. Dr. Rick Simmons with us. John, your uh, mic is muted. Just wanted you to know it looked like I could. Yeah. Okay. Mike, you want to go on ahead, John? There we go. Yeah. We're talking with epidemiologist, Dr. Richard Zimmerman. So Rick, the last time you joined us, uh, we were hit with um, uh, more than several voicemails, emails, people complaining, Hey, why are you talking about this vaccine? You should give um, some more airtime to those who are not interested in being vaccinated. How dare you? What about that? I mean, how do you address people who have no interest in doing this, who are just going to go, you know, uh, this this whole thing is just false science? Well, I believe all truth is God's truth. If it is true, it is under the sovereignty and provision of God, because God is not subject to science, but science to God. And we have to be careful in the church. We remember that the controversy of does the um, sun, um, do we go around the sun or does the sun go around us historically? And we don't want to be in the wrong side of that debate. Jesus said some interesting things, the second great commandment, love your neighbor as yourself. And when I think of vaccine, I hear a lot of, well, I don't want to do this because I don't want to get a sore arm and that will inconvenience me. Um, if Jesus in the garden had said, Father, Garden of Gethsemane, um, you know, being on the cross is going to mess up my manicure and my pedicure, and uh, it's really kind of messy. I will pass. We would not be talking, um, and we are grateful for his sacrifice, and the season of Lent is a time to think about it. And vaccine, yes, it is done for ourselves, but it is also done for others. I can't imagine, personally, Jesus saying, ah, you know, I, I won't do this because of, uh, you know, I'm not going to think about others. It's because he thought about others that he died for us. And I think a lot of our thinking needs to change to thinking, what is good for the Christendom? Should we be vaccinated for our brother and our sister? Mm-hmm. What about those who say, well, if you just invested more time into building up your own immunity, you wouldn't need a vaccine? Um, 
immunity that is not specific. It's good to build up one's immunity. So I like that idea. But if it's not specific, then you're not bringing what God has created um, in terms of our immune system to target a particular pathogen, and you're leaving yourself what's called your innate, your regular immune properties that may well not protect you against severe illness. I have seen a brother in Christ who was healthy suffer um, when he caught the disease, even though he was fit and doing those things that you would think would boost his immunity. And unfortunately, he caught it uh, from a family member and suffered, and noted that suffering for weeks. So we appreciate your patience as we're peppering yeah. you with uh, comments that you know, we picked up from listeners. Uh, someone said to us, hey, um, I'm not going to allow my teenage daughter to get the vaccine because she would like to be pregnant someday. Great uh, question. So messenger RNAs, the Pfizer and Moderna, do not enter the nucleus. So you can't, if, you don't, if the virus particle uh, never enters the nucleus, the messenger RNA, rather, doesn't enter the nucleus, it cannot have an effect on reproductive issues. So it does not follow scientifically. I was reviewing uh, the evidence earlier today that has been gathered. There are no signs of reproductive toxicity from the messenger RNA vaccines. Okay. And what about from the adenovirus variety, the J&J? We are still very young in the adenovirus experience in this country, so I want to give you evidence-based things that I can point to evidence, and we just don't have a lot of evidence with the adenovirus vaccine in pregnancy in this country. Sure. Dr. Rick Zimmerman with us. Um, Rick, while we're talking about the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, um, what about the concern that's been raised by many, including many in the Catholic Church, about um, the links to uh, aborted fetuses and the cell lines that were used in the development of the vaccine? Sure. Um, So first of all, those cell lines were not used in the mRNA vaccine development or production. So we have to make sure that we say that was only for the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. If the argument in ethical theory and in Christian ethical theory is called moral complicity with evil, and I respect those who wish to hold to that. If one is going to push that, those are, that's something that happened decades ago. And I understand that the Catholic Church has come and said that that is so remote in time, um, in place, in purpose, an elective abortion done decades ago for which some pieces were used by scientists, not done for vaccination and certainly not done for coronavirus, uh, COVID went decades ago and they didn't know about it, that it is so remote that it is not an ethical problem. I do respect that some will disagree. To be consistent, then you would have to ask the question, would you drive a car made by a Japanese or German um, company that was uh, involved in the World War II war machines of those countries. And so if the answer is you would feel more complicit issues with that, then of course, uh, I would very much respect your position. Okay, so the development of those vaccines, uh, Rick, is not dependent on continued abortions. I know it's difficult to explain what a cell line is, but maybe just for people to understand the type of distance we're talking and the way cell lines are produced. 
Sure. So the cell lines were created decades ago, typically in the 1960s, so it varied which cell line because there are several. And they, because they're, the idea of a cell line is that it propagates, you can, it keeps making more of itself. Um, so that you could use it in scientific research. And it's used a lot of different kinds of scientific research. I don't agree with the initial elective abortion, um, and that's a past event, uh, but the cell lines are not requiring new abortions. They're established, um, and they're used in a variety of scientific purposes. Very good. So, Rick, with just a minute or so left, the good news is, right, the, the vaccine is out there, despite the uh, the trials of getting it into people's arms. What do you think? I mean, how soon will we be able to move freely that everybody gets a vaccine that, you know, that new normal we're talking about? What does that look like? Is that late summer, fall, or is it next year? Uh, I think it's sooner than that. I think that the high-risk people the people who are seniors, the people who have diabetes, et cetera, that by the end of May, I predict they will have the opportunity, if they so wish, to be vaccinated. And when we've allowed the high-risk people to be vaccinated, then we are freer to reopen because then our most vulnerable are protected. And sure, there will still be transmission, and not everybody will be vaccinated and have that chance by May 31st, but I think the high-risk will. And then we can open up. Very good. Wow. Well, Rick, thanks an awful lot. I mean, wait. ran you through the gamut here. Uh, we always appreciate your steadiness sure in answering our questions. Uh, always appreciate your time here. All right. God bless. God bless you, you too, Dr. Rick. Rick Zimmerman, uh, collaborating with the Centers for Disease Control, talking about COVID-19. Christ Church at Grove Farm invites you to our Men of Steel series on Wednesday evenings this Lenten season. We have gathered a powerful lineup of some of Pittsburgh's most prominent pastors to lead us through an evening of praise, prayer, and a focus on the Psalms as we seek God in the weeks leading to Easter. Join us as we hear from John Guest, Jay Passive, and Bishop Joseph Garlington, Rock Dilliman, Ed Glover, and John Nuzzo. To access these teachings and information on how you can safely attend in person or online, Head to our website, ccgf.org slash Lent. Some home repairs simply can't wait for spring, especially a leaky roof or drafty old windows. You can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, windows, gutters and downspouts, siding, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Don't put it off. Right now, Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Get new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office. Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, or composite. To show their appreciation to word listeners, you'll also get 10% off your total project when you mention this station. Get 12 months no interest, no processing fee, and 10% off, backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. That's WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com.
James Brown and Bill Cower welcoming you back to the Midnight Snack Run. This is one turkey obstacle course. Uh Uh-oh. He's eyeballing a jar of candy. That is tempting right off the start. But he pushes it away. He's approaching a plate of iced cookies. He blows right by him for the apple. Oh, the fridge. Looks like he's headed for the soda. Wait, he jukes left, grabs the water bottle. That's the way you execute a Midnight Snack Run. Stand Up to Cancer and Rally want you to reduce your risk for cancer. Go to takeahealthystand.org. Pittsburgh Theological Seminary prepares students for ministry in the way of Jesus with Master of Divinity, Master of Arts, and Doctor of Ministry degree programs and certificates. Perfect for students with full-time employment pursuing a seminary education. Learn more at pts.edu. Your business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. The changes haven't been easy, but there's help. The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We can design a plan that targets potential customers with proven marketing strategies. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. Always appreciate Dr. Rick Zimmerman to be with us, uh, really, working for the Center for Disease Control. It comes right from the the horse's mouth, so to speak, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, I think I think it's good to, you know, just kind of hear what he has to say and say, you yeah. know what, this is just a physician who works in epidemiology. Let's just, you know, take his word for what it is. And He's not peddling that, politics. Yeah, and how about the fact that maybe I don't have any medical training, so I shouldn't probably argue with him. Right, yeah. I mean... Holy smokes. Listen, uh, five o'clock hour. We're like, oh, we're done. Okay. Oh, oh, good. Okay. Oh, we're not done. Okay, good. All right, listen. Uh, we're going to have wrong. a five o'clock hour. How about that? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it great doing this stuff from Zoom? We are everywhere on your radio at 101.5 WORD FM, Pittsburgh, at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, tune in, and at radio.com. SRN News, I'm Jeremy House in Washington. The Senate has seemingly killed progressives' last-ditch effort to include a minimum wage hike in the Democrats' $1.9 trillion COVID-19 relief bill. Senators voted 58 to 42 to reject it, even though the roll call wasn't formally gaveled to a close. That'll clear the way for climatic votes on a package embodying President Biden's top legislative priority. The U.N. Special Envoy for Myanmar is calling for urgent Security Council action to reverse Myanmar's military coup. Christine Schreiner-Bergner says about 50 peaceful protesters were killed in the military's worst crackdowns this week. Scores were more seriously injured. The White House says February's jobs report shows progress, but there's a long road ahead to economic recovery. On Wall Street, the Dow concluded the week with a 574-point gain. More details at srnews.com. The far left controls the White House and both houses of Congress. But Alliance Defending Freedom wants to make sure they don't control your house. Religious freedom, sanctity of life, free speech, and parental rights. Precious freedoms that ADF will protect at the courthouse. With God's help, we have over 2,000 victories, including 11 at the Supreme Court. 
And because ADF is a tax-deductible nonprofit ministry, we provide our services at no charge to those whose freedom is threatened. We have a challenging 48 months ahead of us. We must be prepared to stand for freedom. Call 833-993-4377 with your most generous gift or visit adflegal.org slash freedom to sign the freedom statement and commit to help us sustain our efforts. 833-993-4377 or click adflegal.org slash freedom. The first woman, Eve, was created on the sixth day of the creation week, just as was Adam. But whereas God created Adam directly out of the dust of the ground, Eve was created out of a rib of Adam. Most people smile at what they consider a quaint, however fabled, story of woman's creation. But again, those who believe in the Bible as God's Word believe that the special creation of Adam's wife is not fiction, but fact. God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam. While Adam slept, God created a woman out of the rib of Adam. He then took the woman to Adam, and they became man and wife. He was bone of Adam's bone and flesh of his flesh. At this time, God ordained the institution of marriage. I'm Pastor Bill Brainsma of the Pittsburgh Protestant Reformed Church. For various pamphlets on this subject, check out prcpittsburgh.org or call 412-727-6811, preaching the kingdom of God and teaching those things that concern the Lord Jesus Christ. Do you suffer from lower back pain, knee pain, foot pain, plantar fasciitis, arthritis, fallen arches, or neuropathy? Do you? If yes, just stop and write this magic word, G-Defy, G-D-E-F-Y. What is G-Defy? G-Defy is the footwear designed by Gravity Defier Medical Technology with the worldwide patented VersoShock sole. Their shoes are clinically proven to relieve pain by a double-blind clinical study conducted by Olive View UCLA Medical Center. You can try a pair free for 30 days with free corrective fit orthotic inserts. If you're not satisfied, just return the shoes for a full refund and keep the orthotics as a gift. Put an end to suffering. Save $20 and get free shipping from Gravity Defier when you go to gdefy.com slash radio and use code radio. That's G-D-E-F-Y dot com slash radio. Code radio. You have nothing to lose but your pain. Partly cloudy skies tonight. The low will be 23. A brisk mix of sun and clouds tomorrow. Saturday's high, 35. Clear tomorrow night, low 18, and mostly sunny Sunday. That day's high, 37. Clear to partly cloudy Sunday night, and Monday, a mix of sun and clouds with a high of 50. Tuesday, clouds and sun, high 59. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Sally Sherman. Portions of the following program have been pre-recorded. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Wait a second, that's mixed messages, isn't it? I don't feel like any of the 5 o'clock hours pre-recorded. No, no, we're live. We are live and local here at 101.5 ORD. someone is expecting to preempt us. <laughs> Which, you know, we live on that cusp from day to day, do we not? It could be. You, you never yeah. know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Kath, if someone said to you, do you consider yourself happy? It's a complex answer, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I would say not all the time. 
No, right? So uh, I saw a piece today in the Wall Street Journal, Forget What You Think Happiness Is, as the COVID-19 pandemic forces many to reconsider what makes them happy, researchers are embracing a more complex definition of the emotion that focuses less on uninterrupted bliss. I mean, mm-hmm. who do you know who has un- uninterrupted bliss? <laughs> yeah, I'm looking for the person. I, what? I mean, I don't, I don't think you would ever define happiness as uninterrupted bliss, would you? Well, you would, you would say it was blissful. I don't know if you would call, I mean, I guess if it's not, I mean, the essence of happiness, here's the, here's the thing. The essence of happiness is that it's not interrupt, not uninterrupted. Yeah. I I mean, uninterrupted bliss, who who achieves that? That's just, that's an impossibility. I mean, well, so so is a hundred percent happiness. I I agree with that a hundred percent. I mean, the only, you're going to have uninterrupted bliss in heaven. Not on earth. I mean, we are made to suffer. Life is, you know, intent on being hard. So the science of happiness, I would say I go through, you know, periods of my day where I go, oh, yeah, I'm pretty happy right now. Other times I'm in like complete and abject total despair. Where are you between four and six Eastern? <laughs> I would say generally, I'm, you know, it's interesting because you do all the work in preparation and you're, you know, and then at four to six, it's generally some of the happiest times of my, yeah, uh, of my I agree. day. Right. Right. Because uh, I've done the work. Now I'm just going for the ride. Sure. Yeah. I've talked know. to us at 1130 AM. Things are real ugly friends. <laughs> 11, how about 3 AM? Holy yeah. smokes. I mean, you're following the pit of despair at 3 AM, you know, so true. I, I don't know. Um, happiness is so subjective. We live in a very wealthy country. Do we not? But we are, as citizens of the United States, extremely unhappy. Are we not? Yeah. Don't you? Yeah, for sure. Right. There's um, there's something called the World Happiness Index. WHI. Right? Uh, World Happiness Index. And it lists the happiest cities in the world, which I think is fascinating. Um, in the top 20, there really are only uh, two cities from the United States that are making the cut. Just two um, cities. And generally, you know the most happiest places in the world? This is no surprise. The Nordic countries. And I'm really? not quite sure why that See, is. Now, I would I, it's very cold there. They have yeah, a lot of they have a lot of sunshine. They have a lot of sunshine. They get, you know, what isn't this a guaranteed wage place and you know all, all that whole crazy stuff, right? Oh, Where, so wait, so this so this survey was done by people who are politically motivated that all of a sudden if you had like a some kind I, of like wage guarantee, you'd be happy. I don't know, but I, you know, I'm sure there's, that's part of it, right? Where you're not freaking I don't know out about. If the, I don't know if I buy that they're, that the Nordic countries are happier. Is that a thing? Is that like, I don't know. If... Yeah, that is a thing. I mean, we've had, look at how many happy people we've met, John, and all the places we've traveled around the world, all these disparate places. You do see that, do you not, right? Yes, I mean, and incredi- incredibly poor people yeah. have a sense of happiness about them. Boy, do they ever. They're, not, they're certainly not happy in their conditions. They don't, it's not like they don't want them to change, but there's a sense of, you know, okay. So when you said happiness, I thought of Psalm one, um, because that's what Psalm one is about. So it says, you know, happy is the man. Yes. So Psalm one is very short. Can I read it to you and see what you think about what, please do. Okay. So this is what, this is what the Psalm says about what makes people happy. Happy is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked 
or stand in the way of sinners or sit in the seat of mockers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, he meditates day and night. He's like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever he does prospers. Not so the wicked. They are like chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord, he watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. Hmm. Good. So to be happy, stay away from evil things Mm -hmm. and evil people, right? Yeah, and don't, don't be a mocker and make fun of everybody else. Yeah. Okay, so let me go back to the global ranking of cities uh, who do a subjective well-being ranking. Okay? I'm ready. Uh, I'll go from... If you say Cleveland, this is over. <laughs> let me go from, how about the top 25, okay? Okay. No, well, actually, that, that's, no, that's kind of painful. Let me do the top 30 quickly. Whoa. Number 30, New York. City? And, yeah. And just that's outside of that at 31 is L.A. Get out of here. Yeah, I'm telling you. Okay. So then uh, 30s, New York, Vienna. Then number 28, this is going to crush you. Philadelphia. Oh, come on. Philadelphia is the 28th happiest city in the world. I don't. Okay. Okay, Here it goes. Yeah. Miami. Yeah. Atlanta. Chicago. Gothenburg in Sweden. Boston. Dublin. Houston. City number 20, happiest city in the world, Sydney, Australia, followed by Dallas, Washington, Christchurch in New Zealand. Washington, D.C.? It doesn't say. It just says Washington. Okay, well. I I would imagine Washington, D.C., right? Well, well, then then I don't don't buy this. Go ahead. Uh, Okay, number 17, Christchurch, Auckland, Perth, Melbourne, Toronto, Reykjavik, San Jose. That's number 11. Top 10, number 10, Brisbane, Stockholm, Tel Aviv, Oslo, Bergen, which is in Norway. Top five, number five, Copenhagen, Zurich, Wellington, that's New Zealand, Aarhus, which is in Denmark. The top city of happiness in the entire world is Helsinki. I don't know. Finland? Pittsburgh's not even on the list, and they list like 750 cities. Any list that has Philadelphia on it and Pittsburgh's not, I, I immediately am suspect. Great. Call me a homer, whatever. Homer, okay. Well, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk with our, our good friend, Frederica Matthews Green. St. Patrick, well, St. Patrick's Day is coming up here soon, isn't it? We'll sure talk is. about it. Get a preview of St. Patrick's next. Ride home with John and Kathy. The weekend has begun. Ah, the weekend is here, and it's a good place to get in your car and take a drive down to the Spring House and check out Marsha and all the fine menu. Hey, Marsh, how are things? Hello, yep. Marsh, you there? Yeah, are you guys there? Yeah, oh, hey, yeah, Marsh, hey. how, how you doing? What's going on at the Spring House this weekend? Hi, well, it's kind of a calm weekend, but we do have some fun things coming up. But it's supposed to be beautiful this weekend, so it'll be a great time to come on out and hang out at the farm, have some good food. And then next weekend, we're having our spring ham turkey dinner. We're hoping for the best as far as spring goes, right? And then a couple weeks after that, we're having our, we are going to have our Easter egg hunt this year. 
Uh, people have been calling and asking about that. And then, um, then after that, we'll be having people pick up their stuff for Easter. So we've got a lot of fun coming up in the next couple of weeks, and it's time to start thinking about having a semi-normal life this year, right? <laughs> Get back into and maybe, all the and, and maybe a se- maybe a semi-normal smoked ham for Easter. That's right, <laughs> with some semi-normal family members around us, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> the spring house where everyone's semi-normal. Hmm? <laughs> or semi-normal. Well, listen, we can't. Right. We, we can't we can fix your family or your vaccine status, but one thing we can recommend is the spring house. So for all the information, look at wordfm.com and go see Marsha and all the family. Yeah, the Marsh. House. Good to hear your voice. Sounds great. Nice to hear you guys, too. Have a great night. You, too. 101.5 WORD. The station with Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music every weekend. With the best new music. New, new, new music. Help is on the way. New from Toby Mac. Believe for it from CC Winan. And Amen by For King and Country. All the people say. The best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. 101.5 WORD. On the weekend. Well, by now, you all heard me talk about my pillow and how it's really a great, very comfortable pillow. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape, and they're made in the USA. Now, for a limited time, MyPillow is offering the premium MyPillows for the lowest price ever. You can get a queen-size premium MyPillow for $29.98. They are regularly $69.98. It's a $40 savings. Kings are only $5 more. All MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code WORD. You'll also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets, or call 800-391-0954. Use promo code WORD. Or right now, MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com. Businesses that run like clockwork establish routines they trust. That's why over a million companies rely on Cintas. We'll help you protect employees and customers with essential safety supplies, inspect your fire protection systems and devices, hygienically launder your uniforms, and keep you well-stocked with the leading hand sanitizers and disinfecting wipes. Learn how Cintas can help you open your doors with confidence. Oh, I'm ready! Visit Cintas.com and get ready for the workday. St. Patrick's Day is coming up uh, in just a couple of weeks, maybe even less actually than a couple of weeks. Of course, the uh, annual St. Patrick's Day parade canceled here in the city of Pittsburgh. I think it's the second largest in the country. But of course, you know, many of uh, the Pittsburghers, we claim ourselves as Irish or Irish lovers. And so we we always want to honor St. Patrick. Frederica Matthews Green is with us. She's a regular guest on our show. Frederica is the author of two books that we love, The Jesus Prayer, The Ancient Desert Prayer That Turns to the Heart of God, and Welcome to the Orthodox Church, An Introduction to Eastern Christianity. Frederica, how are you? Hi, John. Good to be with you again. Always yeah, good always good to hear from you, Frederica. Oh. Isn't it a isn't it a special kind of irony that somehow St. Patrick's Day has devolved from the person that St. Patrick was into you know a bunch of people who you know drink too much? <laughs> it's it's very true. And when I lived in New Orleans, it was like even more so 
because the Irish on St. Patrick's Day and the Italians on the Feast of St. Joseph two days later would like have this rivalry and it would end up being who can have the craziest parties, (laughs) who can have the craziest processions through town. So it's, uh, it's kind of a strange thing. Yes. Okay, so then we'll skip all the drinking and all the hoo-ha, but take us back <laughs> to the says. heart of St. Patrick. Sure. Um, he was a real person. He flourished, as they say, in the 5th century, and he was actually not Irish. I know that's going to be a shock to some people. He was British. He was, he was born in Great Britain, perhaps in Scotland. And um, his life took a dramatic turn when he was 16 years old, and he was kidnapped by pirates and taken over to Ireland and sold as a slave. So we, I, I think of there being like two big episodes or two big uh, time periods in St. Patrick's life. And this is really the first. Is he's carried over to Ireland, he's sold as a slave, and he ends up being uh, kind of like the young King, King David. He's a shepherd. And he's all alone on the hillsides tending sheep day after day, terrified, not knowing what's going to happen to him next, missing his mother, missing his father, wondering how his whole life is going to turn out. And he begins to pray more and more deeply. And uh, as so often happens when someone is in a period of intense suffering, that can turn into a much deeper prayer life and a much deeper connection with God. And that's what happened with St. Patrick. Hmm. Now we're talking, this would be the 4th century. Am I right about that? Well, actually, 5th century is the 400s. So, yeah, he died in 461. So we can say 461. maybe he was okay, that's later than born around okay. 400. We could round okay. it off that way. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, so talk about his going to Ireland. Yes, um, he didn't want to go to Ireland the first time because he was because of the kidnapping and because living as a slave. But while he was there, when he was about 20, he had a dream in which a voice said to him, your ship is ready for you. And he realized that meant that he would be able to escape and go back to Britain and back to his family and his parents. And that's exactly what happened. He was unable to run away, and they were not able to catch him, and he caught a ship, and he went back to his home. So that concludes that first very bitter and frightening episode of his life, the kidnapping and his time in Ireland. He came back to his homeland of Britain, but he kept thinking about the Irish, and um, he was raised in a Christian household. His father was a deacon. And the Irish did not know the Lord, and he felt such a burden for them. And so time went by, and he had, um, he had another dream. And in this dream, he wrote uh, like a little um, autobiography. He wrote something he called his confession, like, like Augustine's confession. So mm-hmm. it was the story of his life. And he said, uh, here it is, the other dream. I saw a man coming as if it were from Ireland, and his name was Victoricus carried many letters, and he gave me one of them. The heading of the letter was the voice of the Irish. And as I began reading, I thought I heard the voice of of those very people who were near the wood where I tended sheep. And they cried out as with one voice, we appeal to you, holy servant boy, to come and walk among us. As if they were calling him back to bring them the gospel. He felt very unworthy, and 
incompetent. He didn't have much education. But he studied, essentially he went to seminary. Um, he learned everything he needed to learn about the scriptures and how to bring them to a foreign people, a people that, that he didn't know except from that experience as a slave. And so at that point, once he was ordained, he felt called to go back to Ireland, the very place where he had suffered um, as a young boy. He went back in order to be a, a missionary to them. So that's kind of the second phase of his life. Um, and the third phase is the whole rest of his life. For 40 years, he traveled throughout the Irish lands, throughout up and down the country, coast to coast, very poor, very uh, suffering a great deal, very hungry, very cold, and persecuted by the Irish chieftains who resented him coming among them and distracting their people with the news of the gospel. But he continued to do this work, and um, he had some brilliance as a, as, a, um, as a preacher, as an evangelist. He did what he could to capture things that were in their culture and use it to bring them the gospel. But one example was that uh, there, were, there was a group of people who were sun worshipers, and so their, the sign of their worship was a circle, and that would be the emblem of the sun that they worshipped. What he did was he took that circle and he put it on the center of the cross. And if you picture that, you realize what we have here is a Celtic cross, the cross that has the circle around the middle, around the crossing point of the cross. And another that many people are familiar with is that trying to explain the Trinity, he used uh, um, a shamrock, uh, like a very large clover that's big leaves, a triangular leaves, and everyone has three leaves. So he said, this is what the Trinity is like, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. But there's only one shamrock, there's only one plant here, and yet it has these three different aspects. Um, if, you, if you dig into that deeply, you'll say, maybe the theology there is not totally what it should be, but it was expressive, and people could understand it. So, Frederick and Matthews Green is with us. Let me, hold on for Frederick. Let me just sure invite listeners in who are uh, just joining us now. Frederick is a wide-ranging author whose work has appeared all over the place in the Washington Post, uh, Christianity Today, Smithsonian, author of several books, including Welcome to the Orthodox Church, an Introduction to Eastern Christianity. Um, so I, I want to make sure we only have maybe, I don't know, two or three left, Frederick. I want to talk about, is it the pronounced the Lorica or the Lorica of St. Patrick? The lorica of St. Patrick, and the lorica is the part of a suit of armor that protects your chest. And this mm. is a prayer that's called the lorica, or the, um, the prayer of St. Patrick, that he prayed when he had to pass through a forest with, with his assistants and the other clergy with him. And there were assassins that had been posted all through the forest to kill him. And so he, he wrote this prayer, and as they went by, the murderers could only see deer passing through the forest. It's a very beautiful prayer, and I encourage people to look it up on the Internet. It's the Breastplate of St. Patrick or the Lorica. And um, the, the, you could really stand and memorize the part toward the end that goes, Christ be with me, Christ within me, Christ behind me, Christ before me, Christ beside me, Christ to win me, Christ to comfort and restore me, Christ beneath me, Christ above me, Christ in quiet, Christ in danger, Christ in hearts of all that love me, Christ in mouth of friend and stranger. 
that that little bit of a prayer is one that could be very useful to you as you go through your life. That's beautiful. So, Listen, Frederica, I, yeah, we, I've never heard we, it before. We bring him up because, I mean, what you're telling us is that he was the evangelist for Ireland, wasn't he? That's right. He was not Irish himself, but he brought the Christian faith to Ireland and spread it all over the land. That's the reason that we honor him, not because you get to have green beer. There's a lot to admire in St. Patrick. If you go online and look up the Lorica, L-O-R-I-C-A of St. Patrick and read it, I mean, it, I've never heard about it until today. So, Frederick, I want to thank you for that. And I just, it is absolutely beautiful. It, it, it betrays such an incredible understanding of, of human nature, of the cosmos, of the goodness of God. I mean, Frederick, it's the whole package, isn't it? It's the whole thing is right there. And what's interesting to me is it's not a prayer to God. It's like a vow you're making to yourself to drive Mm -hmm. deep into your consciousness that God truly permeates all of reality, all of nature, and that he surrounds us every minute. So it's a, it's kind of long for a prayer, kind of, you know, short for a hymn, but it's beautiful. And as you say, everything is there. The whole of the cosmos is right there. That's very good. The Lorica of St. Patrick. Check it out. I'll try to post it on our Facebook page. How about I do that, John? Yeah, that's very nice. Frederica, hey, before you leave us, uh, talk to us about your life in the COVID era. Have you received the vaccine? I've received the first vaccine. I'm trying to get an appointment for the second now. So far, so good. Good. So far, so good. All right. Better days ahead, right? Yes. Yes. That's what I'm looking forward to. Thank you, Frederica. Always a great pleasure to hear your voice. Thanks for, for being with us. Thank you. Frederica Matthews Green, we love The Jesus Prayer, her book, The Ancient Desert Prayer That Tunes to the Heart of God, and Welcome to the Orthodox Church, An Introduction to Eastern Christianity. Frederica Matthews Green. I think it's fair to say that we live in very contentious times. And I don't know about you, of course, when you look at the sweep of history, we've been here before. But there's something about the age we live in now where people wear their wokeness or their outrage or whatever it is that they claim as their demeanor on their sleeve. And it is above all, be all the most important thing in their lives. Right. So people who say I'm a conservative or I'm a Trumper or I'm a never Trumper or whatever it is, however people want to approach it, that's like their calling card. That's the environment that they see themselves in, the family that they say they come from and the only community they want to be a part of. Oftentimes, at the most important thing, which is all of us are children of God. I don't know about you, but getting a quality education, especially a Christ-centered education, is a very difficult thing in this day and age. That's why Kath and I are very happy our children have been at Grove City College. It's important to claim who you are, but more important to know that you're a child of God as you involve yourself in rigorous studies. So when college students look at the world, Is it just about being a conservative or being woke, or is it about something bigger and broader and more important than that? One of the reasons that we love Grove City is because they look at the whole person. And so we ask you, if you'd like to investigate a school that's going to train your child in something bigger and better, consider Grove City, GCC. Pittsburgh Theological Seminary prepares students for ministry in the way of Jesus with Master of Divinity, Master of Arts, and Doctor of Ministry degree programs and certificates. Perfect for students with full-time employment pursuing a seminary education. Learn more at pts.edu. 
If you owe $27 trillion and you didn't have the money to pay it off, what would you need to do? Well, you need to make a lot more money, right? Well, now America's debt is more than $27 trillion, and right now taxes are at historically low levels. It doesn't take a genius to realize taxes will probably go up. Now, think about your retirement accounts. Do you want to pay taxes on some of that money now when rates are lower or later when rates are much higher? Now, whether you should pay taxes now or in retirement depends on a lot of things. That's why Kirk Kenotic at Accurate Solutions Group has a free guide called You and Your Taxes to help you determine what's best for you. To get your copy of You and Your Taxes, call or text TAX to 412-515-3555. That's TAX to 412-515-3555. When taxes go up, will you be ready? Get this free guide from Kirk Kenotic at Accurate Solutions Group now. Call or text TAX to 412-515-3555. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Our firm may not give tax advice. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app. iHeart, tune in and at radio.com. Partly cloudy skies tonight, the low will be 23. A brisk mix of sun and clouds tomorrow, Saturday's high, 35. Clear tomorrow night, low 18, and mostly sunny Sunday, that day's high, 37. Clear to partly cloudy Sunday night, and Monday, a mix of sun and clouds with a high of 50. Tuesday, clouds and sun, high 59. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Sally Sherman. Well... Now that we've spent a year working, exercising, learning at home, the uh, demand for additional square footage is continuing to grow. And not everybody can move into a larger home or to a location with more land or, you know, just add, right, another room to their house. But uh, according to an article in the Wall Street Journal, one option is to consider a portable shed that can function as an office, an exercise room, or just a place to be alone. Yeah. <laughs> Zoning restrictions, of course, uh, have uh, something on this. Space constraints, homeowners association, all that. There's uh, some possibilities. Um, the sheds that are uh, produced by a company called Escape Space, you know, these are not cheap. They run in the neighborhood of twelve to $16,000. They are 12 to 16 feet long. And unlike some tiny homes, they're delivered fully constructed, either uh, as a shell or customized with finished interiors, plumbing, solar power options. The studio has um, sliding glass doors, lower windows, eight-foot-high ceilings, and, I love this, an open floor plan. I mean, it's 12 feet. Right. How are you going to close it off? (laughs) Okay, now, wait a minute. Does it say how much this open floor plan costs? Well, they're saying just for the basics – Somewhere in the ballpark of twelve to sixteen thousand dollars. Okay, so there you go. Right. So now, I mean, I, listen, I would, I have definitely considered the beauty of a shed at different times in my life. I mean, I'm me certainly too. not beyond that. However, it just doesn't seem practical. That's a lot of chunk, right? For you know what? So you can just go sit by yourself somewhere. I don't know. I mean, I think that the idea of it is funnier than the uh, like the the efficacy of actually doing it. Well, I think really, you know, again, this always goes back to this. If you were like a great do-it-yourselfer, right? Yeah. 
You can like build your own Dane. shed. Build your own shed. Or you just, you know, buy a shed, you know, and modify it to your needs. Because all of a sudden, you know, here in Pittsburgh, what, you got to like make sure that that thing is going to be warm in the wintertime. So you're adding insulation. And so that adds a whole other sort of, what, plumbing? You're going to add pipes from your house out to the backyard? What's that like? Electricity? Same thing? That's a lot involved there. Just to kind of sit in your room. Well, if you were building a shed, and I don't, you know, I might not be. No. I don't think I'm too far off. Wouldn't you just want it to put your, you know, lawn stuff in? Like, forget putting you in it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. Just I mean, I, we, we have a one car garage, so um, we can get our, you know, our lawnmowers in there and our car, our smaller car goes in there. My car won't fit in there, but, um, but you know, it, it's, it's, it is very nice to have. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I don't have a garage. I know. I'm sorry that you're garage. Yeah, okay. Right. Right. I don't have a shed either. <laughs> I'm a man I don't know what would country. be cheap. I don't know what would be cheaper for you building a garage or building a shed. Well, I take a walk every day and my neighbor has a three car garage with a gigantic room over the top of it. I mean, whoever built that thing, I mean, that's like big time living. Seriously, three car wow. garage. And then it's this plus there's windows, a skylight. I mean, that guy's tricked out and it's a distance from the main house. So you could just like, you know, live a Kingler if you want. You know what to. they call those in uh, Britain? What's that? A bunkie. A bunkie? Mm-hmm. You mean like, a, it's kind of like a carriage house. Yeah, it's a, a bunkie. big carriage house. I see. Yeah, very, I mean, very most nice. bunkies is, I've not been to Britain. This is only from friends who uh, I know who've traveled there. Is that it's, a, it's like a, a room that you sleep in without plumbing. Like, it's not like there's a bathroom there, but it's just like a little bunkie. Oh, like a cold room. Interesting. Wonder why it's a bunkie. What does a bunkie mean? I mean, you know how the Brits have funny ways of speaking. Hey, bunky, part, yes, of course. The essence of their charm. Right. I'm sure that uh, uh, on the Sunday night episode that'll come up in the Oprah interview. Well, you could always just have a bunkie, right? Yeah, I, I bet the the Duke and Duchess come up with a way to get you a garage <laughs> for their Land Rover. I'm sure that's a much better space that I'm currently they, living in. Or they could ask the firm. Yes. All right. Uh, should we take a break and come yes. back? The week in review. Right. What was everybody talking about? A conversation that made us think what we ate, what hacked us off. All that ahead. It's the ride home with John and Kathy, Pittsburgh's Christian Talk. We're Word FM. 101.5 WORD. Turning point with David Jeremiah. He'll be there with you. He will never leave you. He won't forsake you. You can count on it. There is no greater adventure you can ever get involved in than doing what God calls you to do and just waiting to see how he's going to show up and help you do it. Join Dr. David Jeremiah for his series, What Are You Afraid Of? Next time on Turning Point. This evening at 730 on 101.5 WORD. Why a classical Christian education? Because kids learn differently at different ages. Through grammar, we grasp the building blocks of knowledge. Logic teaches how those building blocks relate. Then rhetoric helps us communicate what we know. For over 50 years, Trinity Christian School has intentionally applied this classical approach to education with great success. It's just one reason why they're consistently ranked among the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County. Trinity Christian School at trinitychristian.net. Well, by now, you all heard me talk about my pillow and how it's really a great, very comfortable pillow. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape, and they're made in the USA. Now, for a limited time, MyPillow is offering the premium MyPillows for the lowest price ever. You can get a queen-size premium MyPillow for $29.98. They are regularly $69.98. 
It's a $40 savings. Kings are only $5 more. All MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code WORD. You'll also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets, or call 800 800- 3910954 use promo code word or right now mypillow.com mypillow.com I have two dogs Sam and Bailey both are golden retrievers poor Sam he was a mess always itching his paws were soaking wet all day from just constant licking he had bald spots on his back I just don't like putting shots and steroids into your dog all the time D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Dynavite is nutrition. Probably two weeks after he started Dynavite, I started seeing great improvements. And today, 99% of his issues are non-existent. It's amazing stuff. Since Bailey has been 12 weeks old, he's been a Dynavite dog. And he has zero issues today. He won't eat his food without Dynavite. When I get out the Dynavite, my dogs actually salivate. Like I'm getting them a treat. They drool over it. Dynavite is the best thing you can do for your dog. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. I get my Dynavite from D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. It's been another week. That means it's time for John and Kathy's Week in Review. What was everyone talking about this week? I would say they were talking about the reopening or not of this great country of ours. What do you say? And correspondingly, I would say they were talking about the vaccine rollout. Mm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Next. We're all thinking about that. What was a conversation that made you think? Yesterday, Eugene Park was with us. The same one I picked. Okay. Well, I mean, because it was fascinating. It was. Eugene Park, he joins us from San Francisco, where he is a pastor, an associate pastor at a church. And uh, his real estate, you know, living in an apartment with uh, two preschool kids notwithstanding, he talked about the plight of the Asian church. And to be honest, this is a conversation we may have had a couple of times over the many years we've done the show. But that delineation, you think about, mm-hmm. you know, racial aminus that's happening in the United States. I rarely think about Asian Americans. And it was just really insightful. It just made me reconsider, you know, in a United, in, I'm sorry, here in Pittsburgh, what's the percentage of Asian Americans living here? It's got to be like know. 1%, 2% or something like that. It just brought a whole different tone to the conversation. I really just have considered that. Yeah, yeah I agree. That was yesterday. If you're looking to listen to it on uh, the um, on our podcast, which is available wherever you get your podcasts, The Ride Home with John and Kathy. It was yesterday at 5.35 p.m. Eastern, and our guest was Eugene Park. All right, next. What did you eat? Listen, I'm going to jump on ahead right here. Okay. You know why? Because I have to. Um, I've mentioned Butter Joint. Uh, I think I've mentioned them the la- uh, last couple of weeks. Uh, it's a one of those restaurants that's still surviving yep. in the North Oakland part of town. Vinegar pie. Yeah, I saw this. That's all I'm going to tell you. It's it's. I can't describe what vinegar pie is. It is yeah. a dessert. I can't describe how it tastes, except it's awesome. 
And it's unlike anything you will have in any other place. You mm-hmm. have to, you just, you must. My husband and I ate an entire pie in less than 24 hours. When you say a pie, like just. A, it's like, like a, a nine inch pie. It's a vinegar pie. Does it taste like vinegar? No, it does not. Why do they it call tastes, it vinegar? It tastes because it has vinegar in it. But it doesn't taste like vinegar. No, it tastes tart. And for it, it to me, it's slightly reminiscent of the lemon layer on the bottom of lemon meringue pie. So it's not an entree. It's a dessert. It's a dessert. It's very sweet, but it also is tart, which is a very good combination. Yeah, I'd take that. Yeah. I, it is. It is difficult to explain and my language falls short well you sent me a photograph of it it is not an attractive uh, it's not a looker no it's not no Uh, all right uh in my house my wife came home the other day and uh, she had in some buttermilk some uh, chicken she made that uh, fried chicken in a cast iron (gasps) skillet man is that good i mean that's so simple Again, I'm not making it. Simple, she, right, simple she's making it, it for you. and I'm sitting there. Oh, man, oh, man. It's crispy, nice and brown on the outside. I'm, oh, boy. Is there anything better than fried chicken from your own kitchen? God bless you, Rhonda June. Next. Next. What did you watch? Oh, my gosh. I watched, my husband and I watched, um, he watched it for the first time. It was my second time. The Lives of Others, which is a film made in Germany, um, won an Oscar, I want to say, maybe 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, it is, it's, it's about the, um, the East German Stasi and what it was like in day-to-day life, especially in the oh, lives of man. artists um, post-World War II, starring Ulrich Müller. And it is, I, it's, it's, it's one of the great films I've ever seen in my life. Really? It is just one. I, I would put it in the top five films I've ever yeah. seen. It's so, I mean, those poor people were so oh, suppressed. I mean, oh, it, my gosh. the government was all over them, in them. Like just, they couldn't move without being listened to or monitored in any way. God bless them. The lives the of fa- others. And good. the fact that it's made by Germans trying to come to grips with their past yeah. just gives it a pathos. And the redemption at the, is just, it's really, really wonderful. That's good. We talked about this on, uh, I think, yesterday's show. But uh, Turner Classic Movies, which is my favorite channel on television, is doing this series now called Reframed Classics. And so they're mm-hmm. taking the classic films and they're, you know, they're talking about how they were uh, in the time. They're not trying to cancel. Here's what they say. The network hopes that the series will help people properly frame films from the different era rather than cancel them. Oh, it's such a great approach. So last night, what did I watch? Which I've seen, of course, many times before, but my my 20-year-old has never gone with the wind. (gasps) But all eight hours of it. I loved it. I loved that Did you really? Listen, that's that's really worth watching. And the conversation before, I mean, Scarlett O'Hara, I mean, Vivian Lee, you kind of go, oh, my gosh. But, you know, Clark Clark Gable is Brett. Red Butler, I mean, fabulous. But, you know, to see the slaves and the mammies and, you know, how that interaction of, you know, the old South, it's very insightful to them to have this conversation and to put it in historical terms and to see what we're watching today in the 21st century. I love it. Reframe Classics every Thursday night on Turner Classic Movies starting at 8 o'clock. Next. What hacked you off? Listen, this Andrew Cuomo story going on in the state of New York. 
is so over the top ridiculous. I mean, talk about a guy who was who has been unseated by his own arrogance. There's just no other way to there's no other way to say it. Kathy I mean, you know, you're talking about a man who wrote a book on how wonderful his handling of the coronavirus pandemic was, except that when you look a little further, you find out it was an absolute catastrophe. Yeah. Not to mention the sexual abuse allegations, which is a whole other segment of the scandal. I mean, I'm just we are I am over, over the Andrew Cuomo portion of the uh, New York State story. Very good. Okay, so that's the big picture. My my hack me off is very personal. And it's it's something I think that all of us have. Well, maybe I have any number of things, you know, I subscribe to, but I got caught up in the auto renewal scam. So what, your, sub- your, the renewal of your auto warranty. No, like, you know, I subscribe to something, oh, but it right. automatically it subscribes. Automatic- oh, right. And I'm yeah. like, oh, I didn't really want to do that. And all of a sudden, like a charge for 39 bucks showed up. And I was like, oh, oh, I meant to cancel that. I got caught up in auto renewal. Duh. So then I had to own it. You know, it's, it's, it's hard to keep track of all these things, these charges, so I just blew by $39 for auto renewal for something I don't even use or don't even want. That hacked me off. Anyway, next. What was the best news you heard this week? Oh, my gosh. It was so great. Grove City College, the women's swim team, mm. won their 12th President's Athletic Conference title in the last 13 years last night. Go GCC. Be- because COVID ruins everything. Uh, we could not be there. But I have to say, the people at Grove City who made that work, first oh. of all, for the student athletes. I mean, for every NCAA athlete, especially seniors yeah. who have suffered through this pandemic this year and so desperately trying to play their sport, I salute every one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, my daughter's one of the captains of the swim team, and to see what they all went through to pull this off, Coach Fritz, um, Steph, everybody who had something to do with the fact that that happened last night, and the pack, the conference, everybody who contributed to it, and number right at the top of the list. The people that streamed that so that we could feel like we were there. It was just, it was absolutely terrific. So thank you to everybody who had anything to do with that. And congrats to the Grove City women. Outstanding. NCAA athletes everywhere, I guess, in this COVID era, Kath. That's really a good shout out. Okay, I've talked about this several times. I'm in the story here in my neighborhood of uh, uh, Julia Parsons the 100-year-old code breaker. I love that story so much, right? All the heroes that walk among us that are anonymous to us, just a really great story. If you have you missed it, look it up. Julia Parsons, the 100-year-old code breaker. Very good story. Next. And in closing, you two have anything meaningful for us? Yeah. Um, Kathy, you go? Go you, no, you go first, John. Well, I've been thinking about this. I was in Luke this week. Here's, this is Luke 636-38. Be merciful, hmm. just as your father is merciful. Do not judge, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap, for the measure you give will be the measure you get back. Mm. There is something that's obviously so beautiful in that passage, the symmetry of that, that right? The, the tension, the back and forth, I just love that so much. So that's what I've been meditating on. Luke 6, 36, 38. In these difficult times, there is goodness and hope in all that. I was in Luke 2 um, as well. 
And uh, Sheridan Boise, who's one of our monthly guests, joined us at the beginning of the week. We were talking about the incredibly sad uh, Ravi Zacharias revelations. And um, he mentioned that he had turned to Luke and found an unexpected place where Jesus spoke about how we handle when Christians hurt, like, or uh, like on purpose, Christians hurt other people. Um, What do you do with that? Well, this was in the Garden of Gethsemane. This is Luke 22, um, starting with verse 47. While he was still speaking, a crowd came up and the man who was called Judas, one of the 12 was leading them. He approached Jesus to kiss him, but Jesus asked him, Judas, are you betraying the son of man with a kiss? When Jesus followers saw what was going to happen, they said, Lord, should we strike with our swords? And one of them struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his right ear. But Jesus answered, no more of this. And he touched the man's ear and healed him. What Sheridan pointed out is this is our best example of how Jesus would deal with uh, someone who's been abused by a believer. And the very first thing that Jesus did was to heal the person who was hurt. So instead of us rushing to defend each other, rushing to defend the church, rushing to say it wasn't really anybody's fault or, you know, we're all fallen or whatever, you know, to spend more of our energies. In fact, the first of our energies to care for the people who've been hurt. Amen to that. And that's John and Kathy's Week in Review. Pittsburgh Theological Seminary prepares students for ministry in the way of Jesus with Master of Divinity, Master of Arts, and Doctor of Ministry degree programs and certificates. Perfect for students with full-time employment pursuing a seminary education. Learn more at pts.edu. Well, by now, you've all heard me talk about my pillow and how it's really a great, very comfortable pillow. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape, and they're made in the USA. Now, for a limited time, MyPillow is offering the premium MyPillows for the lowest price ever. You can get a queen-size premium MyPillow for $29.98. They are regularly $69.98. It's a $40 savings. Kings are only $5 more. All MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code WORD. You'll also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets, or call 800-391-0954. Use promo code WORD. Or right now, MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com. Christ Church at Grove Farm invites you to our Men of Steel series on Wednesday evenings this Lenten season. We have gathered a powerful lineup of some of Pittsburgh's most prominent pastors to lead us through an evening of praise, prayer, and a focus on the Psalms as we seek God in the weeks leading to Easter. Join us as we hear from John Guest, Jay Passivant, Bishop Joseph Garlington, Rock Dilliman, Ed Glover, and John Nuzzo. To access these teachings and information on how you can safely attend in person or online, Head to our website, ccgf.org slash Lent. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price Tool, only from Progressive. The owl and a foul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Your business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. The changes haven't been easy, but there's help. The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We can design a plan that targets potential customers with proven marketing strategies. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. Welcome back to Customize and Save with Liberty Mutual Insurance Company, the game show where you only pay for what you need. And we're out of time. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Hey, Mike has the day off. I want to thank Classic Mike for being so ably handling the controls back at uh, Seven Parkway Center as John and I try to muddle through in our spare rooms. <laughs> hey, uh, we've had uh, several stories, well, more than several stories over the years about the 23andMe, those genealogy The Ancestry.com right? thing. Right. Anyway, there's a story that uh, we saw about two women. One was a bartender. One was a waitress uh, in New Haven, Connecticut. They worked in the same place. And people would comment, hey, you two look a lot alike. And so they started to talk about it here. They were both adopted from the Dominican Republic, but they brought in their birth certificates to work and they were born in different places. Their birth families, you know, said, no, this was our agency. This was the other agency. Anyway, long story short, they both did the ancestry.com thing. And sure enough, they're sisters. Stop it. Decades and thousands of miles apart and they just happen to work in the same place you know Can they, you believe that no i mean they looked like each other they you know they they talked they were boisterous they, you know they said we were we just were connected right away and so there's another one of those stories i'm still not sold on it i would i don't think i would ever do something like that no i don't know it, it freaks me out a little bit well i just you know what i mean it's kind of like big brother right i know i know but you hear these great stories like that. There's, you know, you hear horror stories as well. But that kind of a story, I have found the sister that I never knew. That's super That's cool. So awesome. Very cool. All right. Speaking of very cool, John, uh, yeah. happy National Cheese Doodle Day. Oh, oh, you mean like, uh, yeah, I, I like a cheese doodle. I mean, isn't like- a cheese do- isn't a cheese doodle like a cheese curl? It's the same thing, yeah, right? Yeah, cheese curl. It's a cheese yeah. curl. Yeah. Okay. Right. Do you would you have a cheese curl? Okay, I don't buy them. Yeah. Um, you know, but if you went to a party, health heck yeah, I think that's such a great invention. They're weird, aren't they? They're, they're just kind of just orange puffed air. I like, so do you have a particular kind you like? Cheetos. Okay. Cheetos are, are fine. I love, first of all, I love them all. So I'm fine. But there's this like, um, white cheddar version. It's like a, it's a gluten-free variety that my mom used to eat all the time. Yeah. I can't think of what the brand is right now, but I find, I find them magically delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now I've talked about this before. Now, when we were growing up, like a special night for us was like a, a bowl of potato chips and some pretzels. Mm-hmm. But then when you wanted to really up the ante, really yeah. special, yeah. the cheese doodles would show up and you'd go, really? oh my gosh, there's a bowl of cheese doodles. The only problem with the cheese doodle is that cheesy thing kind of, you know, it makes your mouth kind of like thick congealy with the orangey thing yeah, so yeah that yeah. can't be like good health wise okay well it? maybe maybe this is why uh, would you believe that the cheese puff was invented by a wisconsin company that specialized in making wait for it flaky pet food 
when they stumbled upon a tasty recipe for humans, they decided to call it corn curls, K and K, corn Uh with a K and curls with a K. And they applied for a patent in 1939. Really? So there's a patent, patent on cheese curls. It's a patent on cheese curls. So, I mean, I'm not saying that it is pet food, but it's just that that's what they were doing. And they stumbled upon a recipe that they thought would be a crossover. So well, I, I, I don't know. The, the thing I find is that you, you almost need a wet paper towel to get the stuff off your hands. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Because it does build up, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, you so, can't wipe that on your jeans. You, you right. know, a, a napkin isn't really going to do it. You need something, you know, hardier than that. Right. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, the uh, Alexander Graham Bell story where, you know, you know, Watson, come quick. I need you where he spills out and they go, oh, look, the guy, the guy invented the telephone. So these guys were making dog food and then all of a sudden they invented the corn curl. I mean, what? That's. I think that's a happy accident. Yeah, yeah, sure. Happy accidents. All right. Speaking of happy, we hope that you have a happy weekend. A little uh, R&R. You're able to sit back a little bit and also worship on Sunday. And uh, thanks for being with us as always. We'll see you Monday, God willing. Have a great weekend. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group.